Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to my YouTube channel or my podcast. I'm your host and guide, Will Caminata, and I'm here to help you awaken, heal, and expand your consciousness. In today's episode, I will talk about communicating with your spirit guides. A lot of people ask me how I communicate with them and or how they can communicate with their spirit guides. And in this episode, I will give you nine tips on how you can develop this communication. It's more practical and less woo-woo than you may think. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel or to my podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this. And follow me on Instagram at GeeWill, where I post exclusive daily content. We all have a spirit guides team, and whether you're conscious of them or not, they are always there for you. So think of it as a relationship. You may not start a relationship with great communication skills, long and deep conversations, calling and texting each other all the time, but it's important to be consistent, to show up, to let them know you're open to developing, building this relationship. Let them know your intentions and keep your heart open. And just before I give you tip number one, I just want to say it's important to know that having some kind of communication with your spirit guides does not mean that they will tell you what to do. First, they hardly ever tell you exactly what to do and they will respect your free will at all times. And that's from my experience. They usually will give you nudges, signs, food for thought. They'll show you possible timelines, especially when it comes to making decisions and future possibilities because they know that things are not set in stone and linear um, and they know that in the quantum field as well, there are endless possibilities and outcomes. Second, they don't want you to become dependent on their guidance. Ultimately, they want you to trust your inner guidance, your intuition, your higher self. In a way, they are part of that too, but you are a whole being with a unique physical body, emotions, a baggage of stories and lifetimes, so be careful not to use this ability as a spiritual crutch. Think of it as a therapist. They won't or the therapist shouldn't tell you what to do and you don't call them every time you have to make a decision. They want you to be independent and trust your gut. That's ultimately what your spirit guides want from you too. When you know that you are always guided and protected, you trust the pathway you're in. So let's begin with my first tip. Number one, meditate daily. May sound a little obvious to some, but we cannot underestimate the power of the daily practice of meditation. Showing up to meditate every day, whether it's for five minutes or 20 minutes or any kind of meditation can do wonders for your overall state of being and vibration. Use your meditation as a way to set your intention to be open to hear their messages. A great way to do this is by asking questions. But make sure you ask good questions. Avoid, should I do this or should I do that? Does he love me or not? <laughs> Start with a more general question such as, what do you want me to know today? Or what's the message you have for me today? Or what's the affirmation of the day? 
then pay attention to your senses. Pay attention to your thoughts while you're meditating. The more you practice meditation, the more you're able to recognize the voice of your ego and the voice of your intuition or your spirit guides. Eventually, you may even recognize if they are your angels or higher dimensional beings or a deceased loved one. Pay attention to any visions you may get or any other sensation for these are also a way they communicate with you. And this takes me to number two. Number two, know your clairs. I have a whole episode on psychic abilities which are also known as clairs. For instance, if you, when you meditate, you usually get very clear images and scenes, you're probably more of a clairvoyant. I won't go into too much depth on this because I have a whole episode just on this. It's episode 59, Awaken Your Psychic Abilities, The Seven Clairs. And you can also try the meditation on episode 60, to discover which of the seven clairs are more predominant in you. As usual, I'll leave the links in the description or the card at the end of the video. Number three, know the types of spirit guides and study them. This is really important and sometimes neglected. One of the reasons that you may fear contact with your, with your spirit guides, it's because it's an unknown territory for you. But if we learn about them and consciously become familiar with them, we don't fear them anymore. So perhaps you resonate with the angels. So go ahead and buy books, read them, watch videos, listen to podcasts, go to a workshop and learn about them. You may even realize, for example, that Archangel Michael has been with you all this time, but you just didn't know it was him that was with you all this time. This actually happened to me with the Pleiadians. They've been working with me for a while, but they had given me a different name, the Guardians of Love, which I use for my channel of messages. But it was only after I've learned more about them and I started consciously communicating with them and that's when they told me that they were the ones who gave me this name. I would say though, in the beginning, don't get too caught up in trying to figure out who exactly they are, where they're from, what they look like. Focus on the message and the emotion that they want to convey to you. Trust that whatever else will be revealed to you in divine timing. If you want to learn the different types of spirit guides, I have a whole episode about it too. It's episode 24 called Six Types of Spirit Guides. You'll also find a whole interview with the spirit guide medium and Hey House author Yamil Yamungya. She talks about the seven types of spirit guides and as usual, you find the links in the description. Number four, writing. We can call this practice journaling, channeling, or automatic writing. But essentially what you do is you sit with a notepad and pen and write. You can start with free writing and see what comes up for you, or you can use a prompt. And I suggest that you start with a question uh, one of the questions that I mentioned in the beginning of this video, start with the question, Dear Spirit Guides, what do you want me to know today? Or what's the message you have for me today? If you are working with a specific guide, feel free to ask, Dear Archangel Michael or Dear Pleiadians. In the beginning, it may feel a little bit strange because you think you're writing from yourself to yourself, 
But once you get past that judgment or that idea that you're making it up, you will be surprised by what you write. Trust me on this one. That's how I started channeling. And this is also how I get most of the ideas for songs and messages for the collective as well. Again, it's a practice. It can be that at first you don't get much, but sooner than you think, you will be channeling information from your guides. And here's a bonus tip. You can write right after you meditate. And if you don't resonate with writing, try speaking while meditating. And you can even record yourself on your phone to hear it after. Number five, schedule a moment. It doesn't have to be an exact time every day. Although consistency and routine can always be a good call to establish a practice. But it's more about the moment. You can say, for example, every time you meditate, this will be the moment that you're open to receiving their guidance and information. This can be every time you do your breathwork session, sound healing session, your journaling practice. You can also set the intention to communicate with them in your dreams. So every night just before you go to bed, you tell them you'll be available. An easy affirmation is this. Tonight I will dream and I will be available to connect with you. I will remember my dream upon awakening. And this is important because you want to remember. <laughs> you can also just schedule a moment once a week or even actually schedule a session with a professional that can guide you. Not a psychic that will tell you the messages, but a guide that will help you develop your own ability to connect. Number six, ask for guidance that is clear for you. We sometimes ask for signs and they may come to us, but we may not notice them. <laughs> but you can always ask for signs that are very clear for you. For example, I love music. I am also a singer-songwriter. So a way to catch my attention is through songs. Every now and then, when I hear a random song, I pay attention to the lyrics and I can tell it was a message. Or sometimes I wake up and I'll have a song in my head and when I pay attention to the lyrics or the memories that the song brings, I understand the message. So ask for something that's meaningful to you and they will know what it is. And here you have to use your discernment because some people may think that everything is a sign and some people might discard and discredit the signs. So this example with the song that I've just said um, I know that if I listen to a song during the day and the next day I wake up with that song in my head, I know it was just because I was listening to that song. But if I wake up with a random song, sometimes it's a song that I haven't listened in a while. I used to listen to that song when I was a teenager. Then I will pay attention to the lyrics or I will pay attention to the memory it brings and I know it's a message. So all of that to say, just be open to experience synchronicities. Number seven, gratitude. Gratitude is the portal to connecting with your spirit guides. And I always say, instead of asking for things or begging for things, just state that you're grateful for whatever outcome you wish for. And very important, 
let go of the outcome you think it's right and practice trusting divine guidance. So for instance, instead of asking, please show me what to do, you can say, I'm grateful for the clarity I've received regarding my next steps. And then you can be specific to the situation you're going through. And always finish with, for the highest good of all. That's when you're letting go of the outcome that you think it's right. And that's also a great intention that you can set before you go to sleep. You may dream about it or have insights the next day. Number eight, detox and vibrate at a higher vibration. This is another one that's not much talked about, I feel. But remember that your spirit guides are higher dimensional beings. They vibrate at a higher density. They usually have to lower their vibration to communicate with us. But again, remember this is a relationship. We also have to raise our vibration and meet them halfway. Now, some people naturally have these psychic abilities or in other words, they've maintained these abilities alive throughout their lives and they actually have to ground themselves and be more in their bodies. For most of us, we need to raise our vibration and become less and less dense. If you're eating too much junk food and drinking alcohol, for example, it's not going to happen. Sometimes we do need to go through a detox and a change in our lifestyle. The detox is in fact not just about food, but it's about anything that you consume that puts you in a lower vibration. Watching the news, watching porn, being addicted to social media, games and electronic devices, drugs, processed food, alcohol, etc. The other point is to vibrate in love and gratitude always. This is key. When you're embracing the love that you are, know that only your true guides and angels will communicate with you. Also note that if you don't want to communicate with them for some reason, you are in charge and you can always turn off the communication by simply saying, I'm not open for this now. Usually when you're in a lighter density, when you're fully present and vibrating in love and gratitude, you are definitely opening the portals to more communication and connection with the spiritual realm. Number nine, have fun and treat them as your friends. That's it. Have fun in this journey. Remember that they are always guiding you, always protecting you, always offering comfort if you need and just play around with it. Just imagine that they're always surrounding you and you can talk to them even if it means that you're not actually hearing anything or seeing anything. If you believe it and if you trust them, this will happen inevitably. It's gonna happen if you want to. So just make sure that you have fun and that you're open for it and know that they always want what's best for you. So these are the nine tips to help you communicate with your spirit guides. Let me know in the comments which of these you're going to put into practice. Also, if you think one of your friends may be interested in connecting with their spirit guides, please share this video with them. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at GeetWill. I'm also on the app Inside Timer. You can find me under my name, Will Caminada. Thank you so much for your presence. And as always, keep shining your light Keep your heart open and let love lead the way. I love you. See you in the next episode.